Hi, this is JR from Less Than Jake, and you're listening to Sunset Flip Radio. Thank you, fuck you, bye-bye, everybody. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of Sunset Flip Radio. As always, I am your co-host, the Million Dollar Father, Mr. Thomas Lisi, joined with the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drayton. Yeah, What's going buddy. on? It's a Friday night, 8.35, we're simulcasting while watching live uh, SmackDown on Fox, but I mean, the, the, the talk of the wrestling world, ladies and gentlemen, is with what could be the biggest Royal Rumble in the in probably the history ever since maybe the one that had Goldberg and Lesnar and Undertaker in it in the Alamo Dome. Uh, with the possibility of the Rock coming back, and the possibility are we back at the Alamo Dome? Or yeah, in San Antonio. Yeah, so in, yeah the Alamo Dome. Yep. So, go figure. Uh, yeah, go figure. Ironically, with so much on the table and WrestleMania is a couple months Alamo away. It's just, we have to lead off the show with this. I mean, yeah, you know, there's programming on, and we always talk about programming and stuff, but, you know, whatever. But <laughs> let's let's just think about this for a second. Can't bury the lead. In, in, the, in the past week, nothing has been worse to talk about in, as a wrestling fan than what Vince McMahon has suddenly done. From what you thought was him getting buried and him burying himself and hang it's like a buried alive match when the undertaker stuck his hand out yep. from the grass yep. from that really awkward patch of grass and you saw how bad it was that like it was just like a, it, it looked like felt just like came on off a the grass right, on a with stick a purple glove right. you think that this guy is just dead to rights as far as everything that's going on and the allegations and he leaves and everybody thinks the grass is always green or Triple H is in. He's bringing back Bray Wyatt and Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai and he's, he's bringing giving, his crew in. He's bringing yeah. the crew back and he's bringing these great names and having these great matches and giving people the time like Ricochet and giving people the time like Ali, time that they deserve because of their ability. What seems so good for such a short time may get washed away with the threat of Vince McMahon who is back now onto the board of directors as Alex is playing something in the background um, he is back ladies and gentlemen and that's, that's a nice look it's still black is, and white right because yeah. I'm on an angle yeah that's it is yeah. Vince McMahon is back and he's going to sell the company that's what the word on the street is and and this apparently was brewing mid December, I guess. And then finally, uh, I mean, Stephanie, Stephanie gave her year. she quit. Well, she resigned. <laughs> but she Call knew something was up. I mean, obviously, as being Vince's daughter, she had to know something was going on. Right. Again, by the way, because remember she had resigned uh, Memorial Day back in June ish this year. Yeah. And Stuff with her so, dad, so, and boom, right back in the coast. <coughs> role. Excuse me. So, so she resigned twice. In a, yeah. um, <laughs> in a calendar year. In a calendar did. year, right? <laughs> Nothing from Shane. Obviously. Side note, right? Here's a little sidebar. You know how much money Shane McMahon made last year? What was it eight hundred? Eight hundred twenty thousand dollars. He wrestled in one goddamn match, and he didn't even wrestle. He plugged himself into the match. Yeah. Like an idiot. Yep. People were hot. Costing, first of all, a spot. Another a spot. spot to, he yeah. screwed up the spots. He got confused. Randy Orton was like cursing him off backstage, like you're fucking this up. And um, 
You know, he made eight twenty grand off one match. You got to be kidding me, right? You got to be kidding me. I wish. I mean, you know, having the last name McMahon, but like, let's just just go back to the lead of of where we are. As a wrestling fan, I I was completely blindsided by this, mm-hmm. and. I never thought that this would happen where he would. I mean, I always thought that maybe we we would see him back on television, like having a swan song before going to the Hall of Fame, having a swan song at WrestleMania, something that he created. Perfectly fine. You know well, what? You know, that's if, not his if, thing. If that's the, the case, the, then OK. Yeah. Spotlight but like like that. But. He didn't need to come in like the fucking vulture and just like just pick everybody off one by one that that's what it's he is turning this into it's all uh, about him again obviously it always is now i want you to say what what we talked about before we pressed the record button was you know i mean back if you go back in our back catalog i always say you know if this happened if the new day wins again i'm not watching wrestling for a week or i'm not watching raw i'm not watching raw if the new day or if the hurt business breaks up i said that a couple times but you said what oh for what like that's so that's tom spiel yeah he's not watching that's that's my you know yeah we watch we all have gimmicks i guess you know my gimmick would be i get so dis i mean for honestly for one point like I was really disgusted by the product for like a couple months. Yeah, like this fair. was there's always that that it's always it This was after year. Bray got released and all this shit going on and you, it it might as well as you got released too. I did. You know? I yeah. did. And still I mean Not we haven't sense, seen anything yeah. with Bray. We'll get into that in a little while, but yeah. I mean um like yeah, so are you really not going to watch? So so that's what Tom was alluding to was I actually said before we, we hit record that, you know, I, I said to my wife earlier this week, I said, with everything going on and at the time there was a potential person who or group that we thought was going to buy us a Saudi Arabian. There's uh, like 15 different people, people that are in the that are in the possibility yeah. of buying this company. And I just I can't get down with that. If it's Saudi Arabia owned, uh, Saudi Arabian owned and, you know, I've seen what happened with Lib Golf and all that stuff. I, I don't know. It, it just it's a sore spot for me personally. Um, you know, it's all political stuff, but I don't know. I it'll be tough. Because I know that there's people who are working for these this group, you know, in WWE who don't also support that either. So of course those people are going to leave. Well, I and mean, they have every right to. I mean, oh, they're I, not know, in the yeah. union, so you can yeah. just go. You're so, an independent contractor. You can come and go as you please. So basically, it's we're not saying that Saudi Arabia is buying the WWE because that's it, it was not rumored. The, as rumored. Of Tuesday. It's all rumors. Like there's not. And you heard that news dropped like mid Golden Globes. It was dropped on purpose. What? That news that the uh, Saudis were gonna uh, put the potential buyers. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was dropped. All that news came out around the time the Golden Globes were on. And who's at the Golden Globes? Executives of big companies and all these people, potential buyers, technically. Mm-hmm. So it could have been a great marketing ploy to, even though it would it was false. To get people talking and oh shit, we got to jump on this or or whatever. What? See, that's all those um, network executives and whatnot. That's just the kind of guy he is, though. Let me let me swoop in hey. during a time where there's a lot of entertainment people together. I I, I get it because that is a total power move. 
Fuck yeah, his whole life is a power yeah, move. Yeah, I mean, I from that perspective, yes, but and then other side of things, like in a human sense, total douchebaggery. Dude, he his whole life is a power move. He buys the company from his father, then he poaches talent from other from other promotions throughout the entire country, bankrupting bankrupting hundreds and hundreds of people. Giving wrestlers no jobs. He after totally he... didn't do what his dad asked no. him to do on his deathbed. He basically he... took the best wrestlers from each territory, brought them to the New York, the area of New York City, East Coast, and then proceeded to take every company out. Yeah. Is this Zia Lee? Yeah, it is. Wow, we have a Zia Lee signing on SmackDown, ladies and gentlemen. Because I had no idea whose Titan Tron was that. It was just the moon. It looked cartoony. I knew a little cartoony. You knew it was her. Yeah. Who do you think she's wrestling? I don't know. Um, I don't uh, want to say I, Lacey I for... Evans. Oh, Tegan Knox. Okay. okay. I was gonna say who she had kind of been like being mixed with. And yeah. With the last couple yeah. Weeks give there. her. It's nice. To I mean, I think Zia Lee's a good performer. Oh yeah, she. You know, she looks the part. She too. does. Remember when she's she... also gone through like so many gimmick changes too. Like that's she has. Her, her newest look now. Yeah. Oh look. Okay, so so we're watching a um, you see blue lightning, right? Yes. So we're watching a promo, I guess, for the. Royal hey, are Rumble. we talking about electrifying? Oh, we are. Baby. I mean, it, it, is it we're too? Going there. Uh, it's never ten, too early. Uh, to ten talk minutes about it. <laughs> into this podcast, we're talking about the Rock. Yeah. There's a lot of lightning bolts. Because then, if you look on the poster, they're all looking at somebody. Yeah, there you go. The electrifying. Dude, if he shows up, you're gonna straight mark out. <laughs> Dude, you know that, right? Now, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my. Uh, you're gonna cry. Rock, I'm going to cry. I'm gonna put my rock PJs on. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna hold my rock, my rock teddy bear. <laughs> and I'm gonna get my rocks off. You, do you have your XFL football on the table ready to go? To? <laughs> I, I don't, but I should get one. I wear, I wear all my. Uh, did you buy your San Antonio Rocky. Armadillo XFL jersey yet or something? <laughs> no. The Brahmas? Three, no, it's the Brahmas. The Brahmas. There's it's a cool three name, Texas teams and nothing on like the East Coast. <laughs> and that's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Man, no. So be it. I'll but, um, watch it though. I'll watch it. I mean, it wasn't it was bad. Good. It was good last time. It was great. It was actually decent football. It really was. And you had some players that made it to the pros. Yeah. Like made it then, to the NFL. And then they have, so they do kind of have a deal where, you know, these people coming out of their league will be, you know, entered into the draft if they want to be, mm -hmm. you know, so that's really cool. You, you want to know what I named this episode? Because I'm trying to figure, I was trying to just put something. Who oh, you named it already? Not named it, but I, I, well, I named it for the, for the. Just uh, so you can find it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I named it. Sell, sell, sell. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had Jim Cramer's uh, appearance yeah, on this podcast. <laughs> Um, I mean, we could have used um, JBL's music. We could have, we could have, but like, I don't, I, I don't know what to think about this because I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of stuff that we talk about starts off on the dirt sheets, but like, this is, this is definitely more than dirt sheet material. This is like mainstream yeah. stuff because it on. it affects more than just wrestling and it does. our little group it it, you know I mean? it affects networks it affects like fox right yeah fox spent all this money on getting smackdown the wwe on a friday night at eight o'clock where what else is on friday nights Except diners, drive-ins, and dives, and uh, impractical Joker reruns. Not much because they know people go out and they do stuff on Fridays. Yeah, but except diehard wrestling fans that live in the parents' basement and 
fucking have their own separate shrine to Liv Morgan. And, you know, a couple stiff socks later, it's like, you know, we'll, we watch it. Yeah. We watch it. We watch it. You know, whether it's for one minute or, or 120 minutes, we still watch it. So, I mean, this is going to leave a lot of bad, it's going to leave a bad taste in a lot of wrestling fans' mouths because before we talked about this and we talked about, like, kind of what we're going to talk about, like, if Saudi Arabia, like, I know, like, I don't want to get much into the if Saudi Arabia because, like, if Saudi Arabia buys it, but then if Disney buys it, if NBC buys it, if the cons it, buy if it. If Saudi Arabia buys it, they would have no choice. They will never get a TV deal from no. Plus, So they would have yeah. to go back to the network, their own network, WWE network, and then put their programming on. Now we all have to find it on there. Plus, if the w- Nobody would yeah. pick that up. Even Rabbit Ears TV, AXS, or Pop, whatever <laughs> Impact is on, will never pick that up. Plus, the women's division would get slowly just washed away. Yeah, I mean, obviously Saudi Arabia, they treat their women with the with disrespect, and you know, I'm not gonna get into the politics, but I mean, it's not fair what they do to their women. Yeah. Um. So the fact that they just introduced women's wrestling kind of back or into Saudi Arabia and it has you such know, a big role in no, the no, everyday like, product and, too. And man. to be honest, like the fans at the crown jewels, you know, the events that really don't happen. Um, <laughs> they were cheering for the women. They enjoyed the women's matches. They do. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Bailey Bianca match with the golf cart was hilarious. I mean, yeah, that was a really that was good, good match. That was good spot. So, like, you know, I'm just afraid, you know, for wrestlers like Bianca and and um, Rhea and Charlotte, who have such great talent, that yeah. it's just going to be... It'll be affected. Because yeah. The, you, you don't want to have... The product sometimes suffers at times and whatever, and it's tough. Yeah, not gonna say. You don't want somebody else to also interject and put their mark on it too. Yeah, on top of what crap you could be putting out there too. So it's a it's a double whammy. It is. So if Saudi doesn't buy the WWE. Because I mean, you they don't. You really got to think about. I mean, who has? First of all, who has? Anybody that's going to buy the WWE, they have the money, I think. Well, yeah, I don't think... I don't... Uh, but, I mean, the so, process is going to take a while so because the, the shareholders need to know. There's a lot. So, the share... So, it's not like you can go tomorrow yeah. and say, hey, I'm going to sell the WWE. Yeah. It's not It's not like a bike that you bought there and they'll sell it on Craigslist tomorrow. Well, I mean, when Vince has 80, 70 to 80% as the majority stockholder, it's a lot of power. He has that much? Something I thought I thought he's. I don't think it's like a sixty forty. But I thought when he took himself out, no, he put himself back on the board and and you know all this stuff. It's a lot of, a lot of shit. <laughs> There's no other way. To Meanwhile, he's doing this without his wife, who are separated. Right. He. Doesn't, I don't even think he talks to his son anymore. He probably doesn't talk much to Stephanie now. I heard that there is a lot of. Uh, yeah, like dinners and Christmases and all that stuff is hard. Let's put it that way, you know, like and the the family dynamic. But again, we should know which this. is like, it's, it's totally expected. It's the complete. A lot of people. I don't watch the show Succession, but a lot of people compare every little detail that's going on right now with uh, the characters in the show and the plot to exactly exactly 
like what we're seeing in the but it's funny because it's the complete opposite like you know like when you watch the history of wrestlemania's and you and you watch you know the history of this the history of that and like you hear vince talk about his father like it's the complete opposite of what he's doing Mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting because now now we get into this thinking of is he doing all this out of spite is it is that infamous promo of how he's injecting a poison into the wwe when he brought back the nwo sitting in the chair spinning the chair in black and white it's like me and the nwo like is this is he really doing this out of spite is he doing it for the popularity is he obsessed with himself so much as a person that his ego weighs more than anything else I'd say I think all of the above. Uh, yeah, I, it's Vince McMahon. Do we expect anything? This is a guy who's had cover ups after cover up after cover up, and still gets Snooker, away scot free. Steroids, Hogan, Owen Hart, Benoit, Benoit. What else? Cheating. Yeah, you just know everything in between. Everything. We just talked about. Go figure. I'm some looking. of the biggest things in history. Yeah. Someone died. On live television, you kept the show going. Steroids. You covered up a death of a woman for a wrestler in the early 80s, which was kind of never heard of. Like, this guy has lived such a roller coaster of a life, and it's all going to come down to him destroying his own product. They're going to get this sold before WrestleMania because it puts eyes on you the You think so? Absolutely. Oh god, that would be nuts. It's it 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 just the story writes itself. Every other thing that he's done and everything that's ever happened has always been storybook or something. But of, you know what's really funny? Out of a damn television. You've or a movie. said that quote about the rock coming back. And that is such a positive thing about the stories writing itself. And now this his life is flashing before the eyes of wrestling fans as a tragic play. It's it's like Macbeth. It's, it's Macbeth, yeah. Misery meets company. You must have been so miserable after basically having to step out of Well, he said that he got bad information. And so he he was like, you know, forced not forced to leave like bad information that he didn't need to to leave and whatever. So, you know, of course somebody's going to say that. You know, uh, I don't know what to say anymore with as this. I, as I look at your Cody Rhodes figure on the wall, I'm laughing because I'm like, wow, Cody left or got hurt around the time McMahon was leaving. Missed all this Triple H good stuff. And now he's, and now he's coming back to, to a shithole. Like, what? And now, like, every every time I watch wrestling now, I'm saying to myself, Who's really running this? Uh, I knew you were going to say that because I was thinking like, the same thing too. Yeah. Who is this? Who's yeah. doing this? I mean, we can tell it was Triple H like when he brought Dexter Loomis slowly and, you know, he brought back Bray Wyatt and all this stuff going on. Okay, this is Triple H. But now, every time I watch wrestling now and I look at every little segment like we're watching one right now and every little match that we see, we say to ourselves... Is this Vince or is this somebody else? Well, they said they had the meeting today about um, things, and Triple H said that there will be no, um, again, take it with a grain of salt because we know we're always talking about Vince McMahon, uh, you know, at the end of the day. 
But he said that um, nothing with creative and anything going on will be touched. Mm-hmm. Anything Vince is doing is all office related. Like nothing within the product itself or backstage or whatever. Yeah, like what he's doing is like ownership. Yeah. Yes. Big boss CEO type shit. Oh, we had Oh, we code. just we just saw ah, a QR damn code. It. Damn it. Yeah. Uh we Bray missed the Wyatt. QR code. That's all right. So apparently, speaking of Bray Wyatt, I mean, if we want to lead into that, that twenty-minute ramble and that twenty-minute rant was about what we think may happen. But again, remember, nothing is definite. Do we like to give you options? Of course, we like to keep you guys in the loop. But mm-hmm. we know just as much as you do. But we just saw a little thing for Bray Wyatt. Now, LA Knight was talking on a podcast about what this pitch black match is going to be like. And he kind of gave the thought that, and the clues that it's going to be a street fight with a minimal amount of light. That's what he said, basically. Minimal amount of light. You have to do something. You have to be able to see what's going on. Yeah. Now, to me, this screams cinematic. And let's just go back into the boat where we say, okay, cinematic match, Bray Wyatt, here it is. Mm-hmm. Can is this the only thing that he can do? He said this for the last few weeks. Can he do more than this? Is he better than this? This is the test. This is the test. And you know, I think that this is, in my opinion, probably the last chance that he has to impress wrestling fans. And I'm not just saying that because you know I'm I'm a Bray Wyatt fan, but. I think with the way and you know this the word slow burn means a lot because him with him coming back it has been a slow burn but I think that the wrestling fans now at this point are getting very antsy and they're getting very confused about what to make out of this program with LA Knight yeah. Speculations of this is all for LA Knight because everybody knows that Bray Wyatt's still going to get over. So this is really a test for LA Knight. Or is it just a test of Bray Wyatt's creative control and seeing if he can still prove what he's trying to prove? Which is what? I don't know. It's still such a slow burn. Uncle Howdy comes out on Monday Night Raw. Uh, now with, so now with Alexa a, Bliss. Yeah, now we're on Raw now. So what, and she had made mention, oh, you know, I'm not being controlled by uh, Howdy or Bray or whatever again. And then he comes out, does a little loop-de-loop around the ring, and, and then I believe they went to commercial. And yeah. Um, so, like, what are we doing? We got to get a little bit faster here. We need something. We need something. We need something. Maybe and the biggest development shit could come tonight. It could, could come, come tonight. The Rumble. Um, you know, every week we approach it in a wait and see kind of thing. Um, and then we judge it. So apparently Adam Pierce, cause we have, we're watching SmackDown on mute. So Adam Pierce announces that there will be a tournament beginning next week and the winners will face the Usos for the SmackDown tag team titles at the rumble. They didn't say when, oh. but, um, so now, another tournament now we're now. getting into tournaments now. Now we're getting into. You know, we got to find people to to face the Usos. Right. You know what I mean? I don't think there's viable candidates. There's not. For, for the, there's really not. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, the only p- 
people that should be the Usos right now with the way you want your story to come out is Owens and Zayn. Yeah, but That's you haven't it. gotten there yet. You haven't gotten there yet. You know, again, we'll see where we go by the end of the show at 10 o'clock, but... Here comes Bray. Oh, here we go. Here comes Bray Wyatt. But I mean, like... We got we got to do <sighs> something with the with these championships. Again, all this stuff is being held hostage here. It is. You know, which we knew it was going to happen at some points, and sometimes it's okay, and then other times now, then you feel it. You're like, oh, great. So I mean, with the tag with, division on Raw is seemingly non-existent. Yes, and it even is. On, but I mean, and even on SmackDown sometimes. But what they're doing now, like they had the Viking Raiders attack uh, Drew and Sheamus last week. After got it. And off. I seen there was a little promo. Yeah. Today. So right now you got Viking Raiders in there. You're gonna have Sh- Sheamus. <laughs> you have them too. I mean, I'm sure you'll get like a Street Profit versus Alpha Academy match mm-hmm. first round. Yeah. You get something like that. So all right, there's four tag teams. You can definitely get another four. So you have eight tag teams. Maybe you'll do a raw bracket against a SmackDown bracket, and whoever wins that is. But, I mean, that's. Maybe we get a call-up of sorts. Who knows? Plus, you know, that this sounds like something AEW would do, a tournament to figure out the number one defender or the number one contender. contender. You know, like, this is just straight. This is this literally. Horseshit. This is horseshit. This literally just sounds like something AEW would do. Yep. It's interesting because I feel like the WWE wasn't really big into tournaments to determine number one contenders. They have their times where they do it hardcore, and they you're like, oh, I'm tired of seeing tournaments. It's a yeah. tornado this and a tag term, uh, turmoil that or whatever. Or you know, a ladder match to find out whoever. A ladder match to determine who the number one contender is. Right. I think my TV, yeah, my TV just went paused. But um, no, I mean it's it's interesting because that break came out. Yeah, it's interesting because like, when are you gonna when are you gonna give us the the whole you know Uso versus Zane thing that we want Uso versus Zane and Owens? I mean, again, this is you know what's burn. coming. It, you know what's coming. It's gonna come WrestleMania. So I mean, that's perfectly fine, and and I'm fine with that. You know, yeah. I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. And now you had the Judgment Day, who are going to get their shot against the Usos too. What do you think of Dominic Mysterio looking like a jail? Oh boy? man, he looks prison like a total Mike, dude. Fucking love. It. <laughs> it's so good. It's so compelling. I'm totally into um, the Judgment Day. I'm totally into Dom's stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know when he got locked up, and then I think the Miz said, "You weren't. You didn't even go to jail." <laughs> he said that to him. Uh, on Miz TV this Miz week. hasn't wrestled in a while ever since he and we haven't seen Bronson Reed at all he was just they just did a backstage stuff he's just talking about getting paid getting paid and he'll do the job it's basically so he's it. like the hired uh, yeah correct the yeah. hired muscle yeah I'm tempted to try to hear what this Bray Wyatt thing is I mean I feel like we should be unmuted eh, then we'll pick it up and, and whatever we'll pick it up and then we'll have to like talk over it is he talking or is he he's going to talk? But oh. I mean, I feel like this could be a big thing. Also, well, let's 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 hit the pause and we'll we'll digest it when we get back. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. We're gonna hit pause real quick. It's our podcast. So we can do whatever we want. Hold on. Buddy and whomever. Yeah. Was to so so we're back live, ladies and gentlemen. Well, tape, but you know what I mean. So we had to press pause because we had to see what Bray Wyatt was talking about. And ironically, it was around a four to six minute promo. Where the rocking chair was in the middle of the ring. Throwback to when he debuted as Bray Wyatt. 
And he's talking like Bray Wyatt, using the same vocabulary and telling Ellie Knight that he has to run. So, like, throwback to OG Bray Wyatt. Is that what we're going to see? We didn't see LA Knight. We didn't see Uncle Howdy. We didn't see any of this shit. We saw him basically talking like he was Bray Wyatt from old. Take it as what take it as whatever you think. But just another slow burn. Do, do we say dead end? Do we say another turn? Do we say another you know, check off the list? I think you can interpret that as okay, he's in the list of stuff he's given us since he's come back, you can check off, okay, now he's finally, I hate to use the term, found himself, but mm-hmm. like he, he gets it now. And just I like guess you said, he rebels himself. in who he is. And revel now he in what you are. And now like we know that, who he is. That whole revel in what you are, it's just, that's just, that's like his, that's like the new phrase for him, I think. Yeah. You know, like, like, let me in was yep. the fiend and, all this stuff. Um, so I, I'm interested. Another I am. Still, still I am baby too. steps towards. It's a lot of baby steps. I think steps. this match is going to say everything, or at least I can hope that Here it comes. does. I think Liv Morgan's about to wrestle Raquel Gonzalez. I mean, Raquel Rodriguez. Oh, yeah, they, they got into something backstage when we were recording earlier. She's, uh, she's interesting. <laughs> but like, like, okay. So like, here's the funny thing about Liv Morgan, which you don't understand. Like, remember, remember when she was psycho for like a minute? Yeah. They did nothing with that. No, they didn't. They did absolutely nothing with that. I think they dropped it, and that's why she was off for TV for a little bit. Although I think she was in that um that gauntlet match, but still she was. And then she had like this pseudo tag. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bobby Lashley. Fucking raw, now he's back. Yeah. Bring back the hurt business. That's where we're going. You know that's what got Bring set up this back Monday. The I, hurt I business, please. I popped. And he, he has. Him, did he you hear that? Roberto. He has unfinished business. That's what he said. Nice. So was it him against Theory? It should be. It should be, but I mean, I think. You see, here's the thing. It shouldn't be. Theory, that's the biggest thing for him. I think the biggest thing for him would be to because get... Because Theory's got to go over. Yeah, but the biggest thing for him is to, to bring back the Hurt Business and tell that story. Well, I think that'll be the win. He won't win the match if it's against Theory because Theory's got his own path. Yeah. Bobby's win is getting the Hurt Business back together, so now after the storyline, he can go forward and do X, Y, and Z. Exactly. Like yeah. that. That's what the That's what we want. Is. Give us what we want. Yeah, like nobody cares about if Bobby's champion. I think more people want to see her business together on television yeah. in front of fans. Like, I don't give a shit if Bobby Lashley's the United States champion. I want to see Bobby Lashley back in the Hurt business wearing the fucking suits, you know, looking like a million dollars with Shelton, who deserves to be there. <laughs> who's never aged. Who's never aged, like a fine wine. And, and, and uh, Cedric Alexander, who's just such an underrated talent. That the three of them is just ridiculous. Yeah, that's what I want to see. I want to see her business in front of a crowd, not in front of a monitor, like it was in the uh, in the Thunderdome era. Put them in front of the people and see what they can do. And let and let them cook, as they say. Yeah, you let them cook. So you know, I, I mm, 
I, I can't wait. Like Monday, you know, that, that's good stuff. I like anything with Bobby Lashley right it now is. Is, is, is hot and it's hitting. What have you thought about? Let me ask you this on a serious note. Oh my God, this guy's just dropped 12 uh, figures off the wall. Uh, Holy crap. I gotta fix the microphone. Hold on. Oh, here we go. What are we? What are we thinking about? Dead air right now. Right, uh, it's all right. I'll, I'll fill yeah, it. That's all right. We got that air. Here we go. What? Okay, now I gotta fix the microphone. What? So, go ahead. What do you? Have you been happy with the way Monday Night Raw has been recently? Uh, it hits and misses. It, it's it, been a not weird. all three hours are good, but again, it's a three-hour show, and it's very rare that from open to close you've had a banger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so you're going to have your lulls and whatever. I mean, that's how you feel I kinda, time, but I kind of feel like Monday Night Raw recently has been a little boring. I haven't watched the Raw from start to finish in a little while because just of my schedule and shit that I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always, you know, enough. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm not so going to lie. I've, I've fu- I fell asleep I, I a couple times. I flipped through it. You know, I'll catch that Hulu you know? 90 Minute Jones <laughs> and give me <laughs> and see what I can. And then boom. Got done. that 90 Minute itch. Even though I recorded, so I can just fla- uh, fast fast forward through mm-hmm. it. Um, you know, I just I, I need to see the hits, as people what, what people are talking about, and any promos and stuff. Now there was a promo that was online, and I watched it yesterday. It's like. Eight, six to eight minutes, something along those lines, um, for maximum male models. Yo, let me tell you, captivating, hilarious. Monsoir? After we record, you got to watch it. In Marseille? Yeah, uh, Marseille. They got the coolest name. Marseille went missing, <laughs> so they put up um, missing persons posters all over. You know, let's say L.A. or wherever they were, and Marseille's just going through town, walking aimlessly, posing, and then looking at stuff like a sad sad puppy dog then he walks past the missing poster with him on it and then he's like man that guy's really good looking and then he keeps walking past it it was like when (laughs) it was like when um the fashion police had the fashion files i loved it it never came to a head by the way it was hilarious i see right there that's that was a funny Funny angle yeah. that they kind of drop the ball on or something. Comedy is, is needed in wrestling. It's just it how you do it. Yeah, it is. Now, like the comedy that we're talking about, like we're not talking about our truth coming out on Fourth of July dressed as Yankee fucking Doodle and doing stuff. I'm talking about like comedy, like like the subtle little things that are like real quick and you know, yeah, like just <clears throat> just something small, like, little things here yeah. and there. Again, it passes the time, and that's what you need. Um, it's always been a part of the business. It mm-hmm. should continue to be a part of the business um, if it's done right. You know, uh, Dynamite and Rampage, they have the little comedy stuff, although some, some of those things don't really get over too well. But, you know, nothing WWE, you know, most of the time does either. So, you know, there's there's always room for it. It's just it's got to be done and produced well. It actually means something. So the, they're they're talking about how what Bray Wyatt slash promo could have been that we're getting <clears throat> Bray Wyatt with his old theme back. Look at that. There's only four women. Four women have declared for the Royal Rumble, but um, they're so, talking about how Bray may be 
himself, Uncle Howdy, and The Fiend all in one match are talking about possibly for this cinematic thing. Like three faces of Foley? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, if it's cinematic, then okay, fine. Yeah. It just has to be done well. I'm trying to find the QR code, what it was. Yeah. But. Yeah, you've been searching. That's why. Well, it says that the Fiend. No, no, I'm trying to do both. But it said the Fiend was teased in a QR code before he showed up. So, okay. So if the Fiend was involved in the QR code. So he went from mm-hmm. normal. He went from his new entrance Hawaii, with his new music. Shirt to. Old Bray. Well, to, he went from the QR code fiend to his new music and entrance to his original gimmick in a matter of three minutes. Mm-hmm. Four minutes. <clears throat> Maybe that was a sign of things to come. Maybe this whole pitch black match is just to give another layer to this. Because remember, if it's cinematic, you can really do what you want. You can really tell any story you want. So, I mean, if it's going to be him coming back as the Fiend or him coming back as a multiple... And someone had the theory of maybe he's doing, like, a ministry angle and he's recruiting people, i.e. Alexa Bliss, you know? Yeah. Because there's some people out there that are like, oh, you know, that was Vincent from Ring of Honor that was dressed up as... No, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Okay? If you look at the pictures, if you look really close, you know it's fucking Bo Dallas. I'm sorry. I'm no detective, but if you look at it, you can tell automatically. <laughs> so... You're like, I know. I know it's Bo Get the hell out of here. Yeah. But, um, no, nah, I mean, we, we're getting Royal Rumble. And now, I heard about this now. I heard that Edge may return at Royal Rumble. I heard that Dewdrop may return because she's having some visa problems. I heard Logan Paul may return. I heard Beth Phoenix may return. I heard Zack Ryder may return. Um, uh, Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green is, may return. Has been reported. So she shot her OnlyFans or whatever site page she had in mm-hmm. November-ish, December. So apparently she's been signed already. Now they're just waiting on creative, which at this point I would just wait for the rumble and mm-hmm. I go from there. So. Liv Morgan just banged her head against the turnbuckle 10 times like she was a psychopath. So maybe we're seeing that angle now too of her. Oh, okay. If she beats Raquel right here, this is a huge win for Liv, but it's a huge loss for Raquel. Yeah. Huge loss. Yeah, I don't know who gains. Oh, wow. That was very slow motion. Yeah. I don't know who gains anything. At, well, I guess Liv does, but. Yeah, so we're watching the match. You're probably going to go to commercial. Yeah, right now. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. There's so many different theories. <laughs> like, no pun intended, but there's so many different stories coming out of the Royal Rumble about how they're going to do this the right way. You know, Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns is now official. Mm-hmm. Right? I feel like we haven't talked about Roman Reigns' character in a couple episodes because. What has there what has there been a talk about him being the most dominant figure in the WWE right now? Yeah. Right? So now he's facing Kevin Owens again for what, the third time? Yeah, the third time. Uh two that I remember and both times were in January. Yeah. Um December or January, but Remember the infamous last man standing match and the referee stopped at eight? Yeah, well, that because, was that's uh, what I was talking about. Yeah, because he had the uh, golf cart backstage. Mm-hmm, but uh, Roman was handcuffed and they couldn't get the handcuffs off of Roman in time. So, tec- yeah, so technically, technically, he was counted for like 15, 16 seconds. Yeah. So technically, Kevin Owens should be champion. But we're <laughs> seeing this happen again with Kevin Owens. So now, you know, like we always talk about you know, when when Roman faces these people, obviously it's sometimes to get the people over. Who's that? Charlotte? Charlotte. Yeah. 
Sometimes it's to get the people over. But I think right now with Kevin Owens is I think that he's in this position to get the story of him and Sammy over. I I mean, to me, this screams Sammy Zayn interfering somehow. And I think this may be the point where Sammy almost costs Roman the match. Yeah. But Roman is the winner, obviously. And he's going to beat the And then he's going to beat the crap out of him. Owens is... uh, No, so I think... He's going to beat the crap out of Owens after Sammy costs him somehow. Sammy's going to just have no choice but to stop Roman for beating up Owens. And then that's going to go. That's right it. Yeah. You know, Roman's going to push uh, Sammy, hit him. You know what I mean? And then now we're going, then we're going to see Owens and Zayn kind of start to get back together just in Which time. Which is perfectly fine. It's just how you do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Look at this, how Raquel. You tell the story. Oh, man. She's going down. Oh, God. Ooh, she's done. Raquel's yeah, in the beat. Live clean. Two, three. Look at that. Stacked her up like Rhea does. Raquel beat former women's champion Liv Morgan clean. That's a good win for Raquel. She needed it. She did need it. She really did need that win. Right. You well, know, so I where mean, do we go here with the with uh, Charlotte stuff? Damn, she just swatted her down. I mean, where do, well, maybe where, we'll see it, but or unless it happened before we turn the show on, but still. No, Charlotte hasn't been on television yet. I, no, I was yet. keeping okay. up on the four three four, but um. I mean, again, Charlotte. I mean, last week she faced Sonya Deville, yep. right? What's next for her? Like, what's going to start with her? You know what I mean? Like, are we going to see someone's come over and face Charlotte Flair? Like, maybe it could be Rhea, you know? Who's going to win the Rumble? I mean, honestly, I think right now the two betting favorites are Rhea and Becky. And if that's the case, I think, speak of the devil, here's Charlotte wrestling right now. So uh, re- we're, reply. We're gonna get something then. Yeah, but if sh- if Rhea does win, I think Rhea is gonna challenge Bianca because they have the backstory. They're finishing one and two yeah. two years ago. They had the backstory of working together in NXT. They had the backstory of Rhea beating Bianca to retain the title back in NXT. Yeah. Plus, they had a little interaction, a couple, well, I guess, almost a month ago now, backstage, where you know, kind of, they planted that seed a little bit. Although Rhea now versus Charlotte now, that would be interesting too. But again, that would also help bring the Judgment Day over because you know at some point they're going to switch over. They're going to have to. They have to because if Ray plus that Ray is on SmackDown. Yes, yes, and yes, to yes, set yes, up, yes, yes. And to set up what's going to be, in my opinion, Rey Mysterio's last match at WrestleMania against his son. There's a lot of things that could just get... That is secretly, I think, something that a lot of people aren't really talking about, but it's going to happen. Yeah. I really think so. Because, I mean, if you if you put the, the pieces together, there's nothing else that Rey Mysterio needs to do in this company. And like, they're still... Heard, even though they're on separate... Oh, yeah. man, my mic. I mean, even though they're yeah. on separate shows, they're still doing little, like, things with Dom going to, you know, for Christmas, went over his grandfather's house or whatever, and, you know... They're still doing stuff like that, so they're still keeping that fresh for yeah. you. While he's having his own feud with um, Karrion Cross yeah. right now. You know? I mean, uh, anybody listening to this episode, thank you. And if you're trying to f- determine what we talk about with timestamps, we're all over the place right now, which is perfectly fine. But, um, you know, we went from Rhea and Charlotte and Bray Wyatt to now Rey Mysterio in a blink of an eye. That's how fast we can talk about wrestling. But yeah. Um, it's just as it comes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, again, I said this before and I'll say it again. Has Rey Mysterio been my favorite wrestler? Absolutely not. Do I like Rey Mysterio? 
yeah, good entertainer. He's not my favorite, though. But, I mean, honestly, as a wrestling fan, you really have nothing else to prove in this company. I don't think that you have the potential to be a, to be a world champion again. I don't think he has it. I don't think he has that that aura around him anymore. Yeah. And the fact, especially since the belts are not split up, I think that's even worse in his. I don't think he's actually opinion. looking for a championship. Either. He's not. Because nothing's believable. I mean, it no. Really I mean, was. to be honest, I think made it that way. I think know? the only reason why that he is in the WWE is for his son. It's like LeBron James in basketball. You think LeBron James really cares about winning another title? Absolutely not. He has like four. Now he's waiting for his Now son. he's waiting like for his known. son. That's yeah, known. he won, what, two in Miami, and then he won in Cleveland where he started his journey where he's from. He's fine. That's like Rey Mysterio. Tag champion, world champion, U.S. champion, intercontinental champion. Mm-hmm. Tag champion with his son. You have First nothing, time ever. You have nothing to prove, man. So, like, this, to me, just screams like this is the end of his career. And put the mask on the line. That's what you do. You take the mask off. You go into the sunset. Your son hugs you in your last match, and that's it. You have nothing else to prove, man. Nothing else to prove. The only thing that you're hurting is yourself. And, you know, like, you know, we've seen a lot of final matches for wrestlers. I mean, we were at Kurt Angle's last match (laughs) at WrestleMania. You know, but I mean, first of all, I don't see him going to another company if he retires from WWE. Talking about uh, Ray. Right. No, yeah. No. I mean, he might pop up and lucha stuff over in Mexico on occasion. That's but fine, but like, along the lines I don't of, see like, him going to like AEW. You know right. what I mean? I think the only reason why Brian Danielson is there is because he couldn't get what he wanted from the WWE, which was a, a different schedule, working with guys from Japan, having the chance of putting people over. I mean, if you think about it, Daniel Bryan left the WWE after a few with your world champion and wrestled at WrestleMania against Edge and Roman Reigns in a match. Yeah. Like, if if you really look at how much better you can have it, I don't know how much better you could have had it for him. You know, some people just got to ride the wave, man. That's it. There's nothing wrong with uh, going the way the, 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 the world takes you and the water takes you, you know? <sighs> So we're 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 like what? I mean, in thirteen days is the Royal Rumble. Can't wait. I can't wait I either. Can't wait. I mean, obviously more matches. More Here matches are gonna be announced. I mean, is it too early? Like, do we ever give our early sleeper picks for Royal Rumble? I kinda felt like we said Cody Rhodes a while ago. Um Shit, one of the last times we ever talked about it. Yeah, possibly. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But I don't think we ever gave, like, updated picks, you know? Because we, you know, we always try to book book out, like, way in advance. So, um, knowing what we know now, has I mean, anything we, changed? We, we've, been booking, we've been booking for three years of The Rock, yeah, for Christ's true. sake. Has anything changed that would make you think otherwise? That the Cody's going to win? Uh, Yeah. I can't picture anybody else winning it. I mean, to be honest, they're they're really. I don't. I think that Gunther's in it now, but somebody's going to interfere with that. I think that we're going to see Cody Rhodes before Rumble. I think that with these on um, the go home show, like they did with Becky for before Survivor Series and before War Games. Yeah, yeah, Survivor. Yeah, before Survivor Series War Games. Right. But (laughs) oh my god. So there's a new director of authority in Impact. 
and it's Santino Morella. Oh, so he did come back. <laughs> yeah, so Santino Morella is in um, Impact now. So he's on uh, Access Television. But um, no, but I mean, what, what were we just talking about? Look at this, Charlotte against Sonya. What the hell, Charlotte? Look at that show. Ooh, Charlotte, what are you wearing? Give her that boot. She throws a nice boot. She lays into it. She does. Yeah. So I guess they got a little something going on there. I mean, that's just a... fine because I mean, to me, Sonya Deville is believable. She's a good opponent. She's really been putting her dues, and I, and I really like watching her wrestle and mm-hmm. uh, doing everything she does um, backstage. She was great as like a um, an authority figure. It was great, actually. Mm-hmm. So they're saying that. Bray Wyatt's gonna be like the new faces of Foley, whatever. Wasn't but, he always though? Like I always felt like he was. Like yeah. here, here's I found the QR code that they sent you. Send you to did? this. Yeah. It says see you in hell. That's all it is. Yeah, that's all it is. Oh, right, that's it. That's literally it. Yep, and then you've seen the uh, fiend face. At the end, yeah. No, I just have it replaying again, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, I gotta, I gotta see the face. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that was it. I don't know if I like that. To me, that seems like a Vince thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, just... I'm serious. God. Uh, to me, it seems like a Vince thing. No, I, I think. Oh, look. Look, we 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 talk about them up. Here we go. We talk about Cody Another Rhodes. Vignette. See, they're giving him all. So these... they always knew that they were going to do this because they were recording stuff when he went for surgery and all this stuff. So yeah. there was always going to be something. So the vignettes, I they think... might just be playing what they showed on Monday. Yeah, that's yeah, yep, but I mean, even if they showed it on a Monday, I think that still gives me the thought that they're going to bring him back before Royal Rumble. So the whole element of surprise he shouldn't have. It's different, like, so you'll know he'll be there, so it's just a matter of when he'll be there, at what spot, if he enters at 30, or no. 25, or no. something, you know what I mean? He's got to go to number two. Yeah. Well, listen, his entrance alone coming back, you know, that see, that means he's got to be number one. Or two. Well, yeah, I guess number two. You can. Get, yeah, yeah, number two, yeah. So if Rollins is one, which could happen. Mm-hmm. Then you're gonna bring him in at two. You yeah, have to. You, you have, have to. to. You have to. You can't bring him in at three. No, because you have to get the full thing. He hasn't have... been. He's been gone for that whole time since July fifth. You have to give him the whole like entrance. You, like he has to. You know. Yeah. Damn, I remember that. That was a good match too. That was an awesome match. Those three that they had, they were yeah, they were really good. I mean, I think it was that was worth bringing Cody in just for that. I think the three matches with him and Rollins were ten times better than what Edge had with Rollins. And isn't it Mm. ironic how with Seth Rollins, basically, I mean, Rollins Rollins had to carry this match because Cody was legitimately hurt. And I know Cody was a fucking animal for what he did, but I mean, Seth Rollins carried all those matches with Edge, obviously, because his skill set is just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Okay, Seth Rollins is one of the best, if not the best, performer in the WWE. Is he the champion? No, but he overall, if you look at performance-wise, it has to be Seth Rollins. Yeah. I'm sorry, but the guy is a fucking unicorn in what he does. He's ridiculous. <laughs> he's mystical, man. He's mystical, no, man. Like, he's it. just... 
it's crazy. Like I just, I just, I love watching him on my television. Yeah. You know, but I mean, now like if Seth Rollins enters one and Cody's two, like how do you not have them be the final two also? Who says that they won't? Well, The Rock of Thirty does. Well, you know, you we always get that big five, big four stare. So like, down, imagine like Cody one, no, Seth one, Cody two, Rock at thirty. Man. Well, so how he, can how can here, you here's not? The thing. The Rock could steal Cody's thunder, and he might get the Rey Mysterio treatment. Remember when Rey Mysterio came out at 30 and everybody thought it was going to be Dan O'Brien? Yes. That's what might happen. So what, you think Cody's going to be 30 against The Rock? But then I'm not think- saying he's going to be number 30. I'm saying The Rock is going to kind of steal that thunder. And yeah, but here's the thing, though. Because they know he's going to win. That's what I'm talking see, but about. Here's the thing, though. Cody, okay. Cody can either come in at two or th- two or thirty, and I say that because thirty, there's nobody, there's no one coming after you. Right. So technically, you have all the time in the fucking world for your entrance. Correct. And that's what, and that's what they really want. Right. They want the pyro. They want the smoke coming right. from the bottom of the floor. They want him I, to enter. Through. I don't think they're gonna do all that because then you're Holy gonna have hot mic coming at you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're going to do all that because then they're going to have to turn around and do pyro for the person winning. See, look, now right it says to bat. be continued. So basically they have him. Yeah, it's a, it's a four-parter, I think. Oh. Yeah, this is number two. They have him This is the same back. promo from Raw. Okay, so number three is one. Uh, should be Monday. And then number four is? The following Monday. Yeah. Or Leading you... into the Rumble, which is that Saturday. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to have our main event, looks like, with Sami Zayn against Kevin Owens. Honorary use. I mean, I, I mean, need that sweatshirt you know, or shirt so bad. I want to. I want to feel oozy I all day. I haven't bought a good wrestling shirt in a yeah, while. Yeah, me either. Besides the one that we're trying to sell, I haven't bought a good wrestling <laughs> shirt. Yeah, which Feeling is a great this, this guy is so fucking over too, man. Uh, he had the, you know, he had a great 2022. Let's put it that way. Honorary M- use. MVP. The MVP of 2022. Uh, yeah. He's, the discussion is there. Yeah. I mean, okay, so let's look back at 2022. I mean, besides Roman. I mean, I wouldn't even put Roman, but... I mean, Cody had a hell of a year. Seth had a hell of a year. Roman had a hell of a year. Bianca had a hell of a year. Bianca's number... Sammy had a hell of a year. Rhea Ripley had a hell of a year. Mm -hmm. It's tough. That's a good good thing. That's a good problem to have. The Usos had a hell of a year. You know? Yep. Braun Breaker even had a good year. Uh, Logan Logan Paul had a good year he really did he did you know it's so tough like that's but like that's what Triple H is doing that makes it so special (laughs) like I just I just can't I just can't yes please and then hopefully Triple H makes the Royal Rumble I wonder who's producing that like I really (sighs) really want to know who's who's in on that even if they haven't figured that out yet they gotta do something if I had to pick the women's match, I would say TJ Wilson because he's been he really does. he's been heavily involved in the women's, and the men's could be Adam Pierce. I don't think it's Michael Hayes. Um, could mm. be Jamie Noble. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I you you gotta have more than one producer for the Royal Rumble match. Yeah, there it's always been on record. There's more you than one guy. Yeah. So. But I mean, I guess we can just wait and see. You know what I mean? And and then you, the listener, can wait and see to see what we really think. Because next week, back here on Sunset Foot Radio, is going to be a Royal Rumble Go Home show. 
where we are going. No, not next week. The week after. I take that back. Two weeks. The Royal Rumble's in two weeks. I take that back. Yeah, because I'm off that Saturday, yeah. so I know I can watch. I take that back. Sorry. Next week will be it's the one week closer to the Royal Rumble <laughs> where we will find out a couple things. Hopefully, we'll find out if they're really going to sell the company. We'll find out if Cody Rhodes is going to return a little early. We'll find out maybe what the hell Bray Wyatt's trying to accomplish. Well, maybe we'll see a little wrinkle in the bloodline leading into Roman's match against Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. So many questions left unsaid, but so many answers given to you by us here at Sons of Flip Radio. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Sunset Flip Radio. You can email us at sunsetflippodcast at gmail.com. Any questions you have, any comments, any concerns, just reach out to us about our sport of professional yeah, wrestling. Cries about rage, week. anything. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, we'll be glued to our television sets this weekend as our teams are both in the NFL playoffs. Buffalo Bills play 1 o'clock on Sunday. The Giants play at 4.30 on Sunday also. Mm-hmm. Uh, go Bills. Go Giants. Go professional wrestling. Hopefully the WWE isn't sold this week so we can enjoy <laughs> WrestleMania and Royal Rumble. <laughs> if not, that's a lot of yeah. refunds. You know that they, they sold over 100,000 tickets for WrestleMania without a match being advertised. Yeah, I'm thinking about I, I was totally rethinking. Maybe I should just get a ticket and go. Uh, just do it. What's the worst I can I... Happen? Uh, I with everything going on, I feel like it has to be done. Just buy the ticket, but then buy the insurance if you can't go. No, oh, it's not a matter if I can't go. <laughs> I don't give a shit if there's nobody cooking in the kitchen. I'm fucking going. <laughs> yeah. I'll figure it out later. Figure it out. Man. Figure it out. That's all you can That's do. It. That's all you can do. But, you know, um, come back next week. Brand new episode. We'll be here to talk anything, about, uh, everything about wrestling. Yeah. So for the 140th, but really it's around 145. Yeah. Uh, for the 145th time, including Instagram Live. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, I am your million dollar father. One of your co-hosts, Mr. Thomas Lucy, joined the most handsome dad in the room, Mr. Alex Drain. Yeah, feeling we Lucy. We are Sons of Flip Radio. We are out for today. As always, peace, love, and wrestling. If we don't. Uh, well, oh my god, I botched the ending. Peace, love, and wrestling. And in case we didn't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Go Buffalo, go Giants. Peace, love, and wrestling, and take care. You're...